Hello and welcome to Movie of the Year, colon, 2020, slash, hyphen, semicolon, part two. Guys, this is it. We are going to do it. It's four movies. Defy Bloods, Loves Rock, Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, and First Cow. Kate, are these the four movies that you expected? Yes. I mean, I um, thought it was very weird to begin with that Sound of Metal wasn't a part of this conversation at all. Uh-huh. Um, but I would say of the bracket that we had at um, in front of us, I, I was a little, I wasn't sure if it was going to be no Midland, no Midland, or if it was going to be defied bloods. But I think that these, these four are very, very strong contenders. We're not talking about nomad land for the rest of the show, but I would like to throw <laughs> it to you uh, as far as nomad land goes and just have a different pronouncement every time that I throw it to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Mike. No Maidland? Are no these the four, Mike? Are these the four? Uh, I mean, there there would only have to be four at this point in time. Is it crazy the way back isn't here? Probably not. Uh, no, the one that I think <laughs> Hold is surprising. on there, brother. The way, way back? The way back is good. I know, but it's not top four good. But I think I'm thinking of ending things. I, I do think it's a bit stunning it's not here. I think in different matchups, mm-hmm. it would be here instead of... I don't want to besmirch anybody. That's the playoffs, baby. Mike wants all these movies to get a participation trophy. Oh, that's his generation. Yeah, the kids decided that. They demanded it. It's these fucking parents. Tompkins, Tompkins, what's the movie that you're shocked that is not in Defy Bloods, Lover's Rock, Never Rarely, and First Cow? Uh, Sound of Metal. Kate said it. She said it right. I don't understand. And I, I, I guess the idea is you have acknowledged that there was sort of a procedural error, and yet to not address that is... Well, well the procedure works fine. I don't know if we need to say there's an error, but... Well, I, I do think there's some people on the panel who think that it's like a pedantic movie that just does <gasps> what it barely needs to do in order to wow. get Oscars, yeah. Okay, that's just Ryan. Greg, of these four, what what movie is missing? What should be in the four? March Madness, baby. I I do think that there are two pop filter Hall of Fame directors, and one it's shocking did not make it in here, and one it's a little shocking did make it in here, given what they gave us this year. All right, let's get to our first award. Our first award tonight is on-screen duo. It's Autumn and Skyler from Never Rarely, Sometimes Always. You know, which is incredibly beautiful. It was incredibly powerful to witness that. But when the way that you framed it just now made me think that, like, the God's honest truth is that women talk to each other a lot. <laughs> we're famously, I, I, I disagree. We're famously I've never a heard it. Verbal people, a famously hyperverbal people. Uh, one of my favorite things is going to the bathroom and keeping the door open because me and my friend never have to stop talking. Um, or pooping. That is the reality. Or pooping. But you know, like that is that's why women go to the restroom together. It's because they don't want to stop talking to each other. And so, like, why 
It it's it was a beautiful stylistic choice, but um, now that you say it like that, kind of just like not true to my. Experience. I, I don't I don't want to take away from your your life either, Kate. But have you been from Western Pennsylvania? There's just fucking nothing to talk about when you grow up <laughs> That's there. So they've done it, man. Yeah, they've said it right. all. The, the, let's just remember that, given the context of the movie. The few things they do have to talk about are not pretty fucking bleak. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, might, I guess Autumn, I Autumn is always like, uh, "I've never been pregnant." Like, what the <laughs> fuck, Autumn? Shut the fuck up. I guess Skylar could have said, "Like, I think my dad jerked off my dog last night, and my mom got a little upset about it." Uh, speaking of girls yeah. being an on-screen duo, Kate, the next nominee is Cookie and King Lou from First Cow. Oh. I mean, I, I, it's hard. It's interesting those these two duos up against each other, um, considering what we were just talking about. Even right, like, um, like the 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 verbal relationship, um, but you know, and 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 two quiet movies in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I loved Cookie and King Lou. I think that there is a very uh, feminine dynamic between them uh, that's very sacred and very lovely, and. Um, even though they don't and talk very a balanced. lot. balanced. Even though they don't talk. Uh, you know, I would well, say that they talk more than Autumn. King, yeah. King, Lou, <laughs> you know? King Lou basically it's never stops bar. talking. And exactly. Cookie hardly ever talks. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. It, it's kind of like in, 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 it's kind of a traditional gender role as if King yeah. Lou is the man and Cookie's the woman who's just like, I'm just going to hang out and just listen to whatever you got to say, I guess. And King Lou's mm-hmm. just like, great. I'm just going to talk nonstop. Yeah. yeah, every little thing that comes into my head. That I'll is that is the one thing that breaks the rule is uh, if one dude's uh, in the space, <laughs> <laughs> really fucks with the dynamic. <laughs> I think I think that is the one one fault in our friendship, Kate, is that we are very much two King Lou's. There's no yeah, there's no cookie betwixt us. Well, the, the, the God's honest truth is that both of us, just in terms of vibe, really can't land on masculine or feminine. So. <laughs> Yeah. We're constantly kind of butting heads, trying to figure out yeah. who's going to be the friggin' lady this time. Yeah. Can the three of us decide? We can vote. Yeah, we can vote. There's no. three of us, so. No, thank you. <laughs> no. It's Mike, weird how I, literally uh, everybody who's met them Amendment. wants to vote. <laughs> Mike, the third nominee for uh, Best On-Screen Duo, and I feel like you've spoken to this before, but do it again, is Cookie and That Cow. I could never not do it again. It's what I do mostly, is repeat myself. Uh, the... For a long time in my life, people think I don't like animals because I didn't get the love. And then I, I think Cookie and the cow represent what the, – the connection between a person and an animal, they represent so purely and so magically. And that it is the moment that, that's proven. It's not just Cookie saying, I'm sorry about your husband and your <laughs> child, which is a weird thing to say to an animal. But it's uh, when the cow recognizes Cookie and is so pumped that her mm. best friend just showed up again when she <laughs> yeah. didn't expect him <laughs> and blows up his spot. <laughs> to, a, to a cow especially, that is really like some something fun. Like, yeah. Have you seen all those videos of the cows getting out of the barn uh, for the first time? And they're like, grass! My best friend grass is here! <laughs> All those videos, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just revealed his Reddit search. Yeah. Also, it's really funny that um, Cookie is the cow's King Lou. Because <laughs> Cookie, hey, the one someone's thing the King Lou to someone else. That's the God's honest truth. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna roll in here and talk at you this whole time. <laughs> 
Well, maybe if the cow participated a little in the conversation, he wouldn't have to. <laughs> so I says to him, King, if you don't leave your shoes outside, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes me think that uh, Cookie is just the cow's Fox News. Just nonstop talking to it about what is going on around him. <laughs> Tompkins, the next nominee for Best On Screen Duo is David and Sunja from, from Minery. Uh, these two. These two. Are s- these two are so delightful. Two children, both young at heart, one old in body. Um, <laughs> old in body. Put it I mean, in my the, Tinder bio. The other one kind of old at heart, too, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I think I, I love think a partner who's very... like, yes, you maybe drink pee. Just don't do it again. Like, that's <laughs> friendship, right? Yeah. And that's what Ryan tells me every time. All right. Okay. Joke's on me. I drank Mountain Dew. Don't do it again. (laughs) Promise me you'll get in therapy. (laughs) They are so good. And and like in a movie that is so profoundly sad at points, it also had some of the funniest moments of the entire year in film. And uh, the grandma getting obsessed with water from the mountain and David saying it's not a penis, it's a ding dong are all timers, both of them. Uh, say, and David do, learn doing his uh, pinching his cheeks to make sure he's not dreaming, peeing in a a, a cup, giving no, it. To I want to make sure I'm fucking this grandma up right. <laughs> In real life, putting on his little cowboy boots and then yes. running as fast as he can out into the woods. <laughs> They're modern day Abbott and Costello. They so charming. Really yeah, that's, that's is, oh my god, that's right, Mike. <laughs> just before she sips that fucking yellow boiling hot Mountain Dew, you want to be by the door and then run out that door as fast <laughs> yep. as possible. You as have to in the as... in the athlete's choice of 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 tr- tread, cowboy boots, cowboy boots, <laughs> yeah, as, as fast as your porous want. heart can take you into the <laughs> center. Your absolutely diaphanous heart. <laughs> <laughs> Your final nominee is Ruben and Joe, and uh, Joe already won Best Supporting Actor. I do think that Ruben and Joe together changed the entire movie. I think that Sound of Music is kind of lacking in, sound of metal? Any, in any scene that doesn't have Ruben and Joe together. Or Sound of Music is lacking as a film because it never It's definitely lacking Joe. Joe and Ruben. But yeah. Sound of Metal also is lacking. Ryan, you said Sound of Music together. instead of Sound of Metal. We're making fun of you, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that? Did we you all have that? Great- we all have great jokes, but the movie Sound of Metal from 2020, uh, I think that it is lacking any time that Ruben isn't uh, crushing a donut that uh, Joe told him not to. Crushing a donut. <laughs> donut. Joe specifically said, do not crush this donut. You know what? Fuck Joe. But like, them sitting at a table together is, I do think, one of the best on-screen duos. And your winner is... I think this is. I think this might be predicting something, guys. It's Autumn and Skyler from Never Rarely, Sometimes, Whoa. Always. Ah. Predicting. Is like it the handhold? It's the. It's the reach around the pole, right? It's the reach around. Classic reach around. When I think that of that is, movie, that's what I think of. The reach around. The tender the reach, reach around. around. Yeah. The tender reach around. I guess I think of the the other one where she holds the nurses. Hand. Yeah, uh, that, that handle yeah. is powerful. Mm. I think of the Around karaoke. The I think of the chicken. Oh, yeah. oh that beats her a tic tac Dude, I think of the yeah. aborted fetus. That chicken is fucking smart. Oh, I, yeah. I, I would yeah. beat that chicken at tic tac toe, motherfucker. I feel like the aborted fetus was like a third character. 
Uh, <laughs> Mike, we're going to. We could not do sex and violence. We had to do sex or violence. So explain this award to us, please, real quick. Uh, so in a normal year, it's best sex or best violence, and 2020 taught us that they are the same thing. Oh, There's your award. It, sing it, brother. <laughs> All right. That's, I guess that's the explanation. So <laughs> now Mike is handed an envelope. Mike, the first nominee is Ben Affleck falls down the stairs. <laughs> Look, nothing is sexier <laughs> than that man who cannot hold Dunkin' Donuts falling right down those stairs. It is... Violence is best when it's both funny and awful, and this scene what? captures that so well. Like you have Why not did no one tell right? Ben Affleck that you can stop method acting for a role once the movie's done? <laughs> <laughs> you say, I have not seen it. I've done a show with you about this movie, asshole. It, and and in, in the movie, the whole time, he's having trouble with the 12 steps, right? Sure. <laughs> oh! Winning best joke of this episode. It's yeah, fucking The next nominee is from Defy Bloods. It's when Eddie walks onto a mine, and this this character, yeah. who pretends that he's rich, and he's not, uh, he just walks backwards, and you for just so long. Yeah, <laughs> he takes like eighteen steps backward, and the whole time, as the audience, you're like, oh wait, there's something about this shot that tells me he's gonna die, but. And then you get to the point where you're like, oh, it's been going on for so long, then he probably won't die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than other parts, we, we've talked about in previous episodes that has Spike Lee lost it, and because there's bigger parts of the movie, but it's this. This is, has he lost it, is because he only telegraphed what was about to happen. <laughs> and sure, he yeah. does explode, but then we also get a little bit of his half torso being like, oh, Spike Lee messages. Here's, <laughs> here's, here's my final three yeah. Spike Lee messages. Yeah. <laughs> he delivers a soliloquy. Yeah. <laughs> As like Please half a dude, pass this all as on half Spike a dude. <laughs> but I have to say though, like you, you, this is what's so hard about Spike Lee. Like he knew that that's how all that would come off, and he made that yeah. choice yeah. anyway. So you have to be like, okay, he's this fucking weirdo. This is a decision he made, <laughs> and I think it's because he's just an absurdist. And so hey. like you expect him to be a realist, but he never has wanted to be. He wants to be an yeah. extreme absurdist, and he likes that. Sometimes your basketball game's about to start, and you got to just finish the script, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh shit, my basketball game. Oh dang, I'm supposed to be out there cheering on my friends. Uh, Tompkins, the next nominee for Best Sex or Violence is Joe Falls Down a Hole and Dies from Soul. <laughs> yeah, so this, funny. this was good. I I, I was not super into fire. Soul, but this was a classic Pixar moment, and especially Whoop. classic in the sense of like managing to include something like very heavy and dark. Like dying just before your big like your life is supposed to come together and uh does it so so like it 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 incorporates just the right amount of like humor and like visual you know it's like a visual gag all that stuff um so that it shows, like, it shows us that death is also a form of birth because we come into this world through a hole and he exits the world through a hole yeah the vagina mm. that is the sewer of new york and in and that way, sex is sort of a, a death and a birth because you're going in and out of In world. a very metaphorical way. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, certainly not in its practicality. Vaginas have nothing to do with birth. They have to do with cum. We are, po- <laughs> we are podcasting so good. <laughs> this is really great podcasting. Uh, Amen. And then yeah, finally, 
or not finally, but Greg, the next nominee is uh, from Bad Boys for Life. It's the motorcycle chase. Oh, Hell yeah. Of course. The iconic motorcycle chase from the movie I have not seen. Oh, Bad can Boys I talk about it? No, Mike. Um, no, please. Greg, please. Just it give me a little, Greg has the floor. Give me a little bit of space here. <laughs> motorcycles. Uh, they what never really they? meant that much. To me. No, sorry. Go, Mike. <laughs> it, 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 there, there's two scenes, and I don't want to give away the other one in case it's the last nominee. In Bad Boys for Life, it's mostly a bad movie, but the motorcycle chase is up there in great modern car chases. It's fucking rad. Motorcycles are the coolest form of vehicle, uh, especially when they have fucking machine guns in their hands shooting at everybody else. It, it's well choreographed. There's a lot going on. Uh, it's not the one I would choose. I do hope I get to cho- talk about somebody literally tackling a building to the ground, but we'll see. <laughs> you don't, Mike, because the final nominee. God damn it. For the best- man tackles a building to the ground, Ryan. <laughs> for best sexual violence is Kate. Talking about Ruben and Lou smooching from Sound of Metal. Mm, yeah. I mean, something that sexy is almost violent. It's the one sex of the sex. The one sex, sport. yeah. No, yeah. I I mean, yeah, I thought I I I I like that scene. <laughs> Your nominees are for best sex or violence are Ben Affleck falls down the stairs, Eddie walks <laughs> onto a mine, Joe walks down into a hole and dies, motorcycle chase, and Ruben and Lou smooch, and it is Eddie walks onto a mine. If Ooh. more people had seen Color Out of Space, the mutant alpaca monstrosity would have won this. This is horseshit. Go see <laughs> B-level Nick Cage movies, everybody. All right, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to actually kick out more movies from the four that we have. Hey, guys, thank you so much for listening so far. And let me just tell you that everything ahead of this commercial is much better than what came before it. That's my guarantee. While I have you here, let me tell you about a website. It's called yourpopfilter.com. And it's everything you need that's related to Pop Filter. Everything Mike, everything Ryan, everything Greg, everything Cassie, everything is there at yourpopfilter.com. While you're there, go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. Make that your new Amazon bookmark and do your shopping from there. That way we get a little piece of the action and Amazon doesn't. Make sure you're also listening to everything that Pop Filter has to offer, which includes the Superhero Show Show, a podcast that covers every single TV show that's based on a comic book or comic book property, and Movie of the Year, where we sit down and try and figure out what is the single greatest movie of any given year. That's Superhero Show Show, that's Movie of the Year, and that's yourpopfilter.com. Rate, subscribe, review, All right, bye! Battle two, or round two, battle one. It's Defy Bloods versus Lovers Rock. And mm. I, I think, as a host, I can make this quick. <laughs> but is there anybody who thinks that this is not quick? I, I mean, I love some Spike Lee. He's a pot filter hall yeah. of famer. But Lovers Rock, it's a, right? Let's go to, let's go to when you look at the four. <laughs> when you look at the four movies, doesn't Defy Bloods kind of stick out a little bit? Like, as doesn't like, belong here? <laughs> Yeah, like it just like obligatory, maybe it's, it's overstayed. It's welcome. It, it, it's just it's a ton of misses, and it, yeah. it's a ton of hits, but it's a ton of misses, and so it should get got. It's a current pop filter Hall of Famer versus a uh, eminent pop filter Hall of Famer and Steve McQueen. Uh, we just, all love mm, the Great Escape, and think about <laughs> Bullet. <laughs> <laughs> what Come he on. did as a director, <laughs> it, it it's 
I think Spike Lee will only make interesting movies for his entire rest of his career. He he only ever has. But that doesn't mean great movies. But not necessarily yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Remember how good Black Klansman was? Like, I fucking know loved Black Klansman. He just, he just made a good movie, so we know that he can. It's just yeah, I thought is. Black... I know Tom disagrees, but I thought Black Klansman was great. He's and, wrong. Um, yeah, I think, he, I think he might be. <laughs> I'll throw him under the bus. I thought it was mean to, to white people like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't like what they had to say about white people. Yeah. <laughs> Could you tone that part down? No, Tompkins really relates to the guy who's in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and and Black Klansman. He only plays the one character of Big Bearded Guy. Yeah. And he's oh, upset. <laughs> The star of the movie where uh, let's never remember the name of actors or, or titles movie. of films. Yeah. Uh, it was the star of the movie where the guy put the bomb in the Olympic trash can. Oh, the yeah, uh, Richard Jewell. It's the name of oh, a city. Richard he was Jewell. also in the Five Bloods, assholes, including me and asshole. He was one of the humanitarians, so he got to yeah. play the person yeah. once. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and every time I time. see him in a movie for a second, I'm like, how did I get up there? Did I? Was I in a movie? <laughs> I, uh, he was, because he was in the Tanya Harding movie, I, Tanya, and I based a character in one of my D&D games off of that guy because he's just <laughs> such a little, and, such a little thumb. I, it's Tanya, so- is a sequel to I, Robot, yes? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what Part must have I happened? I, I, Tanya, Scams Adventure. I, Claudius. <laughs> What must have happened is that Clint Eastwood or whoever was like actually whoever like pilots Clint Eastwood's corpse around saw him in <laughs> Howard the tiny Hughes. alien from Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> saw him in Itania and was like, "That's Richard Jewell. We yeah, can do this. That's, that's <laughs> my jewel. Yeah, that's right. my jewel. <laughs> Just because we have rules here. Just because we have Richard rules here. Mike, uh, Defy Bloods or Lovers Rock? Oh, it's Lovers Rock, the movie of the mm-hmm. year. I'm calling it now. Really? Kate. Huh? Kate. Lovers Rock. Tompkins. Lovers Rock. <laughs> Drag. They I love do. a movie's title that is a truism. Lovers yeah. do mm-hmm. rock. Yeah. Lovers that, rock. That's a fucking clean sweep. All right. Musical moment. Ooh. Lovers Ooh. rock. Here Next. <laughs> Greg, the first nominee is the acapella Marvin Gaye from Defy Bloods. Okay, oh, it, probably the best moment of Defy mm-hmm. Bloods, if not uh, uh, that long like monologue through the du- through the jungle. But this is honestly the where the movie succeeds is just the five of them hanging out and and vibing and like being a really cool group, and it makes you feel sad that you don't get to see these guys be free of trauma and loss and violence and everything mm. and this scene where they just sing and acapella is so powerful when done well and it's done really well here and it has it's such an organic feeling and i can't believe that moment takes place in the same movie with that landmine scene <laughs> <laughs> like, those what, what landmine movie. i'm just gonna I, dance backwards i think it's it's not great that eddie also did acapella the landmine sound that made yeah. that scene weaker. <laughs> a boom. <laughs> Tom Kitt, like, Tom Kitt, the next going. nominee for a uh, musical moment is the talent show from Never Rarely, Sometimes Always. He's got the power of love over me. Uh, I love this moment. We talked about it on uh, the episode itself. Rest in peace, Simone. Um <laughs> That did suck that she died. Pop filter, Hall yeah. of Famer. That kind of cast a pall over I, that episode. I killed her by beating her so badly. Um, <laughs> she didn't even it, freaking care. 
it really shows her like just as like a cool, talented young person who is also uh hopelessly out of place and is mm. trying to navigate that. Like she wants some sort of you know, it's it's a decision to at this weird 50 saw cop be like, I'm I'm gonna bring the mood way down. Um <laughs> and it's it's like you know, almost cry for help, and yet there's so much like strength and power behind it at the same time. Mm. And th- this whole thing of like, I don't like, I know that you just yelled something, but I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna just fucking live my life. Yeah, I'm not gonna let that count. Uh, Kate. Yeah. The next nominee is. It's instrumental toxic from promising oh. young woman. Oh, I think that this is. The one my I think it might be my favorite moment of any movie in 2020. It was awesome. That reveal <laughs> was so slow. And I mean, think about it. Like I name another like musical moment in the past in the past year that like led to you going on your Spotify and adding that to a playlist. <laughs> Every like I of that am song. obsessed. Oh well, hey. that, again. Kate, there's uh, only one, and it's Paris Hilton, and that was not nominated. So <laughs> it's true, it's true. Mine. But but um, yes, Toxic is the greatest song, uh, pop song of the 21st century. That's just a fact. And this version is so good at what it's doing, and the reveal is so deliciously slow. And I uh, I think it's iconic. I love it. I loved it. I love it. <laughs> Your next nominee is Joe Wow's Dorothea. So Joe in Soul goes to uh, his, you know, his audition and plays piano, and then he goes into some fugue state, and that's awesome. And then Mike, the final nominee is from Lovers Rock. It's called Silly Games. Oh, I don't want to talk about how many times I cried watching Lovers Rock, just because people <laughs> being together makes me weep at this point in time. But yes. oh my goodness, wedding level tears watching <laughs> all of them for. Such a shocking amount of film in a movie that, as we have talked about, is yeah. only 23 <laughs> minutes long. Uh, <laughs> half of it is them, the room, commercial break. in real yeah. life, acapelling silly games. And holy <laughs> shit, is it gorgeous in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. And including some parts of it which are actually not that gorgeous. Like, there's, yeah, there's, there's mistakes. Yeah, it's just normal it's, people. Oh, yeah. that, yeah, and not, that makes it that, oh, that made me miss everybody. Yeah, made me yeah. miss people, miss that's parties. for sure. I'm going to yeah. cry right now thinking about it. I'm a little drunk. Dream. Yeah, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, may I vent? <laughs> yeah. Let's hear this. Please, the, the top, the floor is yours. The... <laughs> Moment from Lovers Rock, and I understand that there are backdoor politics here that I, I do not understand uh, and and cannot control, and that's fine. But the moment when kung fu fighting comes on, and they freak the Wait, hold on, fuck Tom, yes, if out. I can interrupt you. If, to, hold on, just so everybody knows. If you pick something first, because I mean, there's only five of us, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, in the vote, if you pick something first, it's gonna uh, be in many guaranteed. ways, New York City is the sick. <laughs> Holy shit! Kate. I swear to fucking Christ. If two or more of us are gathered in its name, New York City is there. <laughs> you would think that it, if multiple people pick this thing as first, then it should be on there, and it was not. And Tom, kids, I'm with you, but go ahead. It 
so perfectly captures the feeling. Uh, the the other scene it made me remind of is, uh, or it made me remind of is in uh, it made me she remind of Mad Men school. when a song is on. Uh, <laughs> When uh, Chubby Checkers comes on at Mad Men and uh, was mm. it Peggy Is it, or what's her name? Peggy, Peggy. Pam? Peggy, Peggy Olsen. Yeah, Peggy, Peggy Olsen. Yeah. Peggy she starts Pam. to do the twist and everyone is like insane. God, the most heartbreaking scene. One of the, mo- one of the most heartbreaking scenes on that show. Yeah. And, it, and it's like a combination of like actual person to person human emotion going on, but also just capturing the feeling of like this, is, like people went nuts over this song like that feeling of like that song is on like i remember it's nowhere near this level it's just the closest i've come to experiencing it in person but the cupid shuffle came on while i was in a bar and everyone was like get up get out of your seats with the cupid shuffle you gotta get up that's so uh, i i peak so bad i'm so sorry uh greg for when you edit that uh (laughs) It captures it so perfect, and they're so excited to do all of their different fight dance moves, and they know exactly which ones they're going to do. They're yeah. squared up with each other. Ah, oh. that's it. It made you miss people. It made yeah. you miss people. Made so me miss kung fu fighting. Yeah, it made me miss combat. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get a taste, I mean, the adrenaline rush is really yeah. Actually, the kung fu fighting scene's actually a crossover between Lovers Rock and Defy Bloods. So I don't know if yeah, you noticed I mean, that. Dance and combat are uh, you could you know interchange those mm-hmm. if you oh, get yeah. a uh, taste for dance, you um, want combat. <laughs> yeah, it's true. This podcast is the way blood in the water. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do one more award before we get out of here uh, for this break. Wait, and who won? Scr- oh shit! I think America? was it Kung Fu Fighting? Was it New was York? Was it New York City? Kate, 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 Mike, Mike, Mike. I fucking, I hardcore disapprove of Tompkins running up on stage and saying what he did in a reverse tuxedo. I'm gonna let Taylor finish, right? <laughs> but it was uh, silly games. Of course. of course it was. Yeah, of course. How could Silly Games not win this award? Yeah. That would be silly itself. Game. Thank you, the Greg. silliest game of all. Oh, my God. Do you guys, guys want to Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> um, uh, we're going to do one more. Uh, we're going to do screenplay. And we, we typically don't give director awards. This is the first time we've ever done Directors screenplay suck. awards. Why? Why would we do screenplay awards? Screenplay's Why? rule? What is a screenplay capable of that not a best movie is capable of there's i I think it's the tightness we've talked a lot through these two episodes about how much we like things being tight amen it's 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 dialogue (laughs) it it is uh humanity on the page ryan uh can really breathe it's what kevin smith used to convince people he was good at and then we all got a little older screenplays okay (laughs) Kate, do you think that uh, screenplay award is a uh, like what you want to give best picture award to, but you just don't? Like what? What's so great mm. about best screenplay? Well, like one of the things, as I think a lot of us, like as as people who like English and books and writing and all those things, like one nerds. of the first things, yeah, a lot of nerds. Um, one of the first things you're told when you are like engaging with thinking about writing a screenplay is that. You are make you are a part of a bigger thing. This is not um, uh, you're you you are you are writing for on behalf of a bigger project 
this is a skeleton for other things in a way that isn't true ah. in the writing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I think when we, when we take a second to, because film is so complex, movies are so complex, there are so many different aspects to it. So to take a second to really explore story in a, in a very basic narrative way, I think is really, really important. And um and is its own award. It deserves its own space. Um, I have a different answer. I love the script. Yeah. So Greg and Tompkins, do you guys think that best movie is best screenplay, or do you guys think that like the are two different awards? Best screenplay yeah, I mean, is the Sorry About Your Director Award. <laughs> <laughs> so the Charlie yeah. Kaufman Award. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just the, there are so many intangibles that go into a movie and but the the actual words that people say are that's just one of the ways that you can evaluate the worth of a movie but you it, it's hard to like you know some of like the shots of uh southwestern america mm. in uh no midland like there's there's no az baby <laughs> uh each of those is probably worth a million words a piece and so there's like no quantifying that that's why know? it's such a long screenplay <laughs> so verbose. <laughs> I noticed uh, you had a lot of pages. That sucks. <laughs> but yeah, so I think they're very different. I'm glad that we're giving them a, a award separately. I think so too. Tompkins, you agree yeah. with all that? Yeah, I uh, I I, sta- I agree with the parts of it that agreed with the thing I said. Um, <laughs> that that yeah, it's basically a like sentence. I'm so sorry that the actors and the directors uh, could not follow through on your vision. We understand this could have been better. <laughs> but well, Kong versus yeah. Godzilla. Great screenplay, shit movie. Yeah. And Tom honestly, versus Godzilla. Kong is reality. not a good actor. Your first um, nominee for best screenplay is Denny Bilson, Paul DeMeo, Kevin Wilmot, and Spike Lee for Defy Bloods, Mike. Mike, why is this a screenplay nominee? It's it's the Scene of them walking through the club together, the Marvin Gaye scene we talked about earlier, the anytime they're all interacting, them on the boat dealing it's with. All director. Yeah, all, that all feels like this is all the, the boat yeah. shots. No, so, okay, so I guess I don't know. You guys are being rude. You just said shots. I think this is. You said the boat play. shots. Do you think the shot, boat shots shot, are shot, part shot, of the shot, scene? Shot, interactions shot, between shot, characters. Shot. I will hang up this Zoom call right now. <laughs> <laughs> the interactions no. between the. <laughs> There won't be any intelligent <laughs> thought. <laughs> so that's why I think <laughs> Defy Bloods is such a great All right, so I'm up next, and the next nominee is Eliza Hitman. No, fucking say, fucking say. You get to talk right now. Say it right now. This is what you all sounded like that whole time. Mike, that is a great impression of four yeah. people at so once. All four. <laughs> that's our number. <laughs> but I love this screenplay because it doesn't seem like a screenplay, you know? Like, it definitely feels like she went out and filmed people just, like, out and about. That's a shot. On- That's filming. <laughs> wow, Mike. <laughs> Ryan, can on- you take it? <laughs> no, yeah, I'll do it. I'm going to count up my mic shots, okay? Mike's going to get very upset. Uh, just out and about on the New York town, just being like, Oh my god, it's so hard to uh, get an abortion, and then just like, <laughs> so easy. Oh, uh, screenplay. So yeah, I think that she did a really good job. Uh, Mike, again, 
we have six nominees, so yeah. This Double is, up. And you did like, so this good on Charlie- that first. <laughs> yeah, this feels rude, actually. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> calm down, right? <laughs> Be less purple-faced, and it's Charlie Kaufman from I'm Never... Uh, I'm, rarely sometimes. I'm, I'm never, never rarely sometimes, sometimes always. of ending always. <laughs> I mean, so I said, I, I think it was the last episode now, the part one of that this felt like a play on screen, but while... Also being good that's on screen. A play, I'm talking that's about things on screen. That's a director, but this is a screenplay. Uh, is the Do you think he's the, the better writer than director? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yes. He shouldn't for direct sure, things. He should. If if Charlie Kaufman and Christopher Nolan made a movie together, it'd be amazing because Christopher Nolan cannot write, but he refuses huh. to not write movies. And Charlie Kaufman should only write I movies. Will always write movies. Uh, Dude, what the, a weird combo! That what a be. weird combo! The way that's they, a weird duo. The way Kaufman name a more iconic duo. Always. You can't, but it's just Pepsi and Coke. I fucking hate that meme. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I very rarely pair those two. <laughs> I pour them in one glass. No, no, no. Welcome to my house. Hold on. Get into this shit. Can I a little bit of Pepsi, a little bit of Coke. Uh, the the way he blends references and dialogue and and everything he does there is amazing, and all the actors rise to the occasion. That's acting. That's not the movie. Selling. I'm going to punch the Zoom square where you exist. (laughs) Kate. Yeah. Your next nominee is Darius and Abraham Martyr from Sound of Music. He means metal. Sound of Music. Yes. (laughs) No, talk Um, about Lydia or whatever. the Maria. What the fuck? What the? It's Sound of Metal, Kate. (laughs) You know? Okay. Okay. This is interesting because Sound of Metal was one of my favorite. Well, one of this, one of my favorite movies of the year with Sound of Metal. But I think you're right. I think the screenplay's a little pedantic. <gasps> and don't tell the other guys I said that. It's true. I've it's stopped true. listening, so this is... What's, like, Ka- what, what's Kate, Kate saying? What is Kate saying? <laughs> what did Kate just say? <laughs> it's basically dumber than the Minari sound, uh, script. Soundtrack. Dumber than the Minari soundtrack. Absolutely. That soundtrack, that's not the movie. Greg, the next... <laughs> Greg, the next somebody is Jonathan Raymond and Kelly Reichert for First Cow. This is another one, like, uh, never, rarely, sometimes, always, where you almost are like, well, how much writing was there? Isn't it a, lo- <laughs> isn't it a very quiet movie? But all, all the dialogue between characters is so really timeless. It's kind of like of the moment, and yet also does, it isn't like that old old-timey style and their relationships, basically most of what exists in this world is language. And the way she's able to, or actually, who wrote the script? She wrote it as well, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wrote it directive. The way she was able to capture so many different voices and define character just through dialogue so often is really marvelous. I yeah, hate especially because it's make us all such a it's such a quiet movie. But I think that the writerliness of it is is incredibly off. I mean, it opens with a quote. It opens with a William Blake quote. Oh my um, god, a quote. Yeah, that's a quote. Like, that's not no, the movie. That's not the screenplay. That's, that's a reference. But you know, like uh, you know, there is um, that movie's screenplay is so, it's like scaffolding, but it is so well executed. Um, I was actually yeah, I hadn't thought about it, but that's a, that's that screenplay rules. And then Tompkins. Finally, we're going with Nomadland. Chloe Zhao. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Okay, that's your opinion, <laughs> not the screenplay. <laughs> 
I was really, like, what can Mike, I say? You that's killing it tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> short. There's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, that was so good. That was so good. Yeah. <laughs> and the winner is Charlie Kaufman for mm. I'm Thinking of Anything. And you yeah. all talk shit. I'm thinking of promising young women. I'm it's, thinking of yeah. ending promising young women. Oh, Nobody's <laughs> happy about this, right? This well, your the first question you asked was, "Is this what you get when you don't win like a like a more major award?" That's what this feels like. Kind mm-hmm. of. It feels like our way of saying, "Like, well, you know, you're not leaving empty-handed. You're not yeah. going to be best movie, but you're going to get this." Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to figure out what is the next winner of round two, battle two. <laughs> Hola, Felterinos. I just wanted to interrupt real briefly and say thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. If you want to support us a little more directly, you can go to patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. There, depending on what tier you pick, $1 a month, $5 a month. If you're crazy, anything more than $5 a month, don't do that. You can get extra content. There's extra shows, extra series, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, you could pay for ryan to draw you a picture Uh, i can write you a poem you can get the shirts off our very own backs all of that and so much more over at patreon.com slash your pop filter while you're on the internet you should check out shady monk he does all the tunes you've been listening to he's on bandcamp he's on spotify uh soundcloud wherever kids get their music these days that i'm too old to know shady monk lives there uh you can probably follow him on twitter and instagram as well that's shady monk wherever you get music Check him out. <sighs> okay, Dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that? I, I'm just, guys. I'm looking at the list and I'm frustrated right now. You're disappointed in all of us. <laughs> He's remembering Vietnam. <laughs> Look, sorry, sorry, Craig. <laughs> Apologize to Craig for he was actually Vietnam. in Vietnam. Yeah. I was in Vietnam. It was lovely. It's fine. Uh, I had a great time. But also, it's never, rarely, sometimes, always versus first cow. Oh! Well matched. And this I'm going to send to Kate because she's going to start the conversation off. Yes. Yes, she is. (laughs) Um, Nevertheless, she persisted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, English nerd. (laughs) Um, Okay. This is a hard one. I think that they're both really, really lovely movies. Um, I think that they're both really... um, Oh, my God. Spit it out, Kate. Deft (laughs) investigations of of intimacy. Wow. Gendered intimacy. Damn. Okay? So there you fucking go, Tompkins. (laughs) First cow, move on. (laughs) I don't know, Mike, when you're looking at these two movies, does it feel bad to say first cow? Because one is so real and the other is like cow love. Cow love <laughs> is real too, Ryan. I don't think <laughs> that's not real. It's it's I think the realness of first cow is also elevated with the magic of movies. Uh, and... <laughs> okay, so just say no. Just say no, That's magic, that's not movies. Tom kids, where are you at with these two? <laughs> Uh, I like them both. Greg, where are Holy you at with cow. that? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, first cow. I'm going to... 
I'm going to say something that always gets me shit, and yet I still say it every single time, which is... Always, sometimes, both, never always? Both of these movies are very beautiful, and both of them are Boo. great oh explorations of the oh. but, but never, rarely, sometimes, always is such a brutal, difficult, awful experience on many levels, and it feels bad to watch it. Uh, I think ultimately you come out the other end and you're like, is there more goodness in the world than than darkness in the world? Probably. Nope. But even well, okay, really, so, but like, Fred, hold on, really. Like, for that, I will say that never, rarely, sometimes, always is like uh, this. Is where, uh, roughly, where what like the real world is like, and then like it that just like. But first, cow was like, oh, do you think it's better than this? Here, here, it's gonna get a little romantic. <laughs> No, but also, fuck you. It's first, the same first, thing. It's the same first cow is yeah. yeah first cow is also brutal, but it also first cow leaves... starts with like it's basically like Momentum whoever Mori. the two main people in this are yeah. dead. Yeah, Momentum yeah, Mori. and die, and no, uh, <laughs> and no matter what they are, because this movie is set in like eighteen. No, yeah, that's not that, that brutal. But that is no, no. That is that, that is the line. difference. All we is get. that human tragedy aged becomes beautiful. All we get. Mm. is the now of existence. Mm. All we get is the moments of beauty that are not defined by being at the end because at the end is the brutal leaving of this place. But So the happiness that we can have, it appears in the middle. That's where happiness is. It's an archipelago. Classic middle-aged dude. Yeah, (laughs) I said it. Across our lives. It's actually better than being young. Kate, <laughs> Kate was just sitting there thinking somebody should say it. Somebody, somebody should say it. I, I, I do yeah. think that King Lou and Cookie and the cow uh, find the beauty in the brutality yeah. where uh, Ty Ty and Skyler are so young that they only see brutality. And it's mm-hmm. not saying their their situation isn't brutal, but I do think King Lou and Cookie... There's be- first cow allows for beauty in monstrosity and but that's a framing really thing. I think I I think that is a framing thing. I think that's us them. I think that's Reichardt. That's like, framing. That's us. not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, the that, movie? That's giving. <laughs> that's giving us the perspective of time. Like that is the difference. And I mean that is the beauty of that movie. Actually, like like first cow is all about time. Um, it's about and, the cow. You know, famously, no, it's, it it's about heals the cow stuff it's about, it's about the, cow. the cow and it's about the milk the trap we fall into on this show is that what we are trying to do is separate great movies from each other and th- so that we're not saying anything is very bad but we're just saying that soul is is, sli- oh. is slightly <laughs> better and we have to find a way to reduce these movies some way into an opinion about them and part of how i do that is how does it make me feel it, I, mm. I am fine encountering life as a brutal experience, but I like movies that also remind us that there is transcendent beauty in the world. And both of these movies do that, but First Cow does a better job of making me feel it down to my bones so that I'm not like, <laughs> that I don't come out of the movie feeling like, why do I give a fuck if we make it that's, or not? Okay, I think that's, that's your bones. The perfect... That's not the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect intro, and that makes me think that Never Rarely is the winner. Because based on what Greg said, Never Rarely makes it feel more to my bones than First Cow. Hmm. Wait, yeah, uh, I suppose it is more emotionally resonant. I I think that Never Rarely sometimes always is more emotionally resonant. 
I don't. It probably will stick with me longer. I think. Well, I, Kate, you've never had a fucking cow. I guess. Yeah, I guess emotions no. are subjective, so I can't don't, say honey, no. Don't tell me my life. You don't know anything about me. Cows can't grow up in Arizona. Fact. I uh, excuse me. It's one of the five major industries within my state. Um, Is that true? Clearly, you didn't go to fourth grade in public school in Arizona. Because how about this? Let me you just, know that. Let me just hit it. This is why I hate people who say that 2020 did not offer awesome movies because the fact that like <laughs> these two well, movies they're, they're talking about the COVID all the time, and it's like some of these movies were pretty good. <laughs> Do you want to maybe like talk about that a little? <laughs> I think that these two movies going against each other. That's is... COVID. That's not movies. <laughs> Thank you, Linda. But I think that these two movies going against each other is really harsh because these are two fucking incredible movies. And I, I feel like that all of us, are, when, when it comes time to vote, we're going to have to vote real quick with our gut. Greg, go. Oh, first cow. Kate. First cow. Mike. It's first cow. Tompkins, I I do as first scout, but also um, as an ambassador for the MILF podcast, you know our approach would be more to see if we could, like maybe kind of take the best of both and smush them. <laughs> I don't know if that's on the table here. A cow abortion? A cow? Ab- that's exactly yeah. what I was gonna say. First, maybe cow. Sorry always. for your child. Sorry for the loss of your child. <laughs> see, it fits. I think we can do this. <laughs> All right, so first cow moves on against Lovers Rock. But before we do that, we have to give out actor the top actor awards. Wow. Tompkins, we're starting with you. Riz Ahmed is the first nominee from Sound of Music. Well, I, I know what you think about this performance. Uh, I happen to think it was good. <laughs> I... <laughs> Love Riz Ahmed in general, uh, have ever since I saw him in Four Lions. And this is like the perfect role for his energy. He's so well placed, just like a pissed off dude. Um, And this movie is like almost more like there's like. All of these layers, it's keep it keeps pulling you through. That's the layers. That's not the movie. Uh, where it thinks it's like, <laughs> oh, it's about a guy who is he loves music, but he's deaf. And then you realize, oh no, he's. Uh, it's actually about his struggle with sobriety, and that's being processed through this other thing. And then you realize it's actually about how fucking pissed he is all the time <laughs> at everything. And those are both layers on top of that. And it's so, and like literally like the beautiful transcendent at the moment is just like, he realized he can sit there and not be pissed for like 30 Mm. seconds. (laughs) Hey, uh, Tomp. Yeah. Have you thought about it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think this applies to anybody else. Yeah. Just sit on the bench and No one else has ever been angry. (laughs) (laughs) I just keep thinking about donut crunching moment, right? Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, crunch, I, I crunch the donut, and oh shit, I should not have done that, and therefore I will make the donut put come it back, back together. Yeah, I'm just gonna put it back together. <laughs> that sort of I gotta fix the donut, but I can't man. find the middle piece. That, 
that refractory period after a violent outburst is always so funny because you've got dumb like post-violence brain and so you're just like oh i'll have to remind myself not to do this but i already did but uh okay Let's put this God, this worse is a masculine like... experience. I have no clue what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Having, Having to like shop and kung fu fighted, Kim. Having to like pick up something you've Kim. thrown or whatever and be your own little maid because yeah. you just had a little oopsie outburst. <laughs> or like you know, then you start like like okay, I'm gonna have to explain why there's holes in this wall. Yeah, I fell. No, I'm too busy explaining to the men of my life. Like, no, there's a physiological response I have when you yell at the VHS, and I need you to not do that. <laughs> This Blu-ray Dad, brother-in-law, friend. <laughs> uh, your next nominee is Ryan Lee from First Cow. And I will say that I do think that the other actor from First uh, Way to emphasize Cow. Ryan in that phrase. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ryan Lee? Yeah. He's going to yeah. get nominated. Uh, right Ryan Lee? <laughs> uh, I, I do think that the other guy who like gets to like, uh, milk the cow gets a lot of credit. But I do think okay. that this guy of like always almost being on the border of, you know, capitalism is sweet. Why don't we do this shit? But not mm. falling into that. And then instead saying, like, you know, homosexuality is sweet. Why don't we do this <laughs> shit? And then just yeah. always finding that line. I think that mm-hmm. it is a, uh, I hope he wins. I hope he wins. Guys, Mike, the next nominee is Delroy Lindo from Defy Blood. He was my favorite in that movie. Yeah, I mean, because he's the best. Kate. Yeah, uh, precisely. Kate, he... let me break that down for you. <laughs> to... <laughs> All right, mansplain, please. <laughs> yeah, I'll mansplain why Deborah Orlando is the best there. Hold too. on, you're going to want to give Kate a good 20 minutes to clear her mind before you. <laughs> yeah, sorry, as I throw all my toys on the ground. <laughs> to, to it's like she's our new Zach de la Roca. <laughs> to, to, to play with the, the, the like annoying I'm masculinity uh, that he does, Like th- this would be a hack character in another actor's hands. But what he does with it is phenomenal uh, because you, he, he shows the hurt so much while the character is trying to hide all the hurt. He feels the actor is putting a spotlight there. And that seems, mm. I don't know, a little hard to do. Can I point out mm. that uh, he is Not such a good actor that there is a clip of him from a TV show, a drama. <laughs> uh, it's like Shut the, up. the good fight. Uh, and in which he is like pretending to be, he's acting as an actor. He's acting like he is on this talk show, and people share it every six months. Like, man, w- look at this guy totally own this white uh, host on this show. Uh, I I thought you were about to call me out specifically for having done that. No, because uh, <laughs> no. I have. Yeah, I thought. Every- <laughs> is it is this the new newsroom clip? Where everybody's like, look at Jeff Daniels, just take everybody to task. <laughs> Jeff Daniels is so smart. Greg, the next nominee is John Magaro <laughs> from First Cow. Oh, my gosh, Cookie. My man, my boy. Uh, your, your spirit animal. Yeah, I love Cookie. Just a, an abiding sweetness and a tenderness and not in like... Um, a Joe Biden sweetness. A Joe Biden sweetness. Uh, hey. our, our daughter in Pro-Israel <laughs> Joe Biden sweetness. <laughs> Joe I Biden like has, less now. Joe Biden has fallen into another little nap. <laughs> Nobody disturbed the president. <laughs> uh, anyone got any fingers I can fill my mouth with? Because God knows I'm not speaking up. 
Mr. President, what do you think of this international crisis? Well, I think that uh, the whole munch, munch, munch. <laughs> deal. Chop it away. Be, there's a lot I don't understand. Busy being charming. Yeah. But uh, Cookie, I, I think, is the beautiful center of this movie. That even in a brutal world, we can hang on to the things that are beautiful. And that's not going to save us from, re- from reality, but it will give us a life that's worth living, even in the face of that brutality. Can I? Kate. This is I, I. I'm so sorry. This is this is my milfiness popping out again. I cannot help but think <laughs> that if he had been played by the Cookie Monster, there okay. would have been something a little bit more essential. To sorry for your husband and child. <laughs> <laughs> See, munch, 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 munch. M, yeah. M is for milking, and that's good enough. For and he me. needs the milk for his cookies. <laughs> he does. Oh! <laughs> he really does. Kate, the final nominee here is Jesse Plemons from I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Mm-hmm. Tell, me, tell me why he is nominated. <laughs> Jesse Plemons is an incredible actor. Um, Life I gave him Plemons and he made Plemons A. And he made Plemons A. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think, that, I think that Jesse Plemons in this role really brings a shocking amount of humanity within that absurdist universe. And I think, uh, you know, there's something about that face. There's like an everyman element that is yeah. kind of subverting the role itself. It's that he in has an way. inhuman face. Precisely. <laughs> so like, and he, his ability every, to act human. Every man in so that he is no man. No man. Yeah. Ryan made um, an offended face because he looks like Jesse Plemons without a beard. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> I was I was so scared that uh, nobody picked up on that, and then you were there. <laughs> all I'm ever paying attention to you is you, buddy. <laughs> no, all I'm ever pre- paying attention to you is you. <laughs> You're the bestest guy. How's that Manhattan tasting? And so, your winner, Mike. And New your York win- makes another appearance. Your winner is Riz Ahmed from <laughs> Sound of Metal. Yes. Is that uh, good enough hell for yeah, you Hell yeah, little snack. You sound a metal That's junkie. That's so dope. Riz Ahmed, famously uh, winner of the Oscar noms as well. He won all yes, the Oscar noms. Yes, he did. He won Oscar <laughs> yeah. noms um, on MILF. I would like to mention something. Uh, I remember saying in one of the episodes when I was incredibly drunk, Riz Ahmed, but I really punched the like Ahmed. And I was, <laughs> and, and like as a white girl, there was really no good way yeah. of handling that once it slipped out of my mouth. Sometimes um, correct pronunciation is racist. And that's what it felt like. It was like I, I leaned in too much. <laughs> it's like when my mom, as a pseudo Sicilian, goes to the Starbucks line and asks for the mozzarella panini. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the venti macchiato. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the cake ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Uh... Actually, we dropped the e. <laughs> Cockball. <laughs> Admiral Cockball. It's a trap. <laughs> yes. That's a cockball. That's not a movie. Ryan, right. is it easy to host a podcast with uh, four <laughs> stupid pieces of shit as guests? <laughs> it's fine. I've been in a lot of I've been in a lot of Dave Matthews cover bands, and I know what's up. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get this one more award out of the way before we get to the final thing. It's best actress, uh, Kate Jesse Buckley from I'm Thinking of Anything is nominated for best actress. Are Are you doing this on purpose? Um. 
We're a huge fan of Jesse Jesse Buckley on this. On Hell this yeah, we are. I do think this show, for some reason, I don't know why, we but like huge fans. More than the huge rest fans. of the world. No, yeah, you guys, it, it, I have, I've thought about her a couple of times over the past year, and most of them have been because you guys have been talking about this performance. You love her. And I, I completely get it. Um, uh, there is a, there is a, tepid quietness that she happens to bring to that that specific role that I think um I think she manages to make incredibly compelling and complex within within that story and I think that she balances out the cast you know um I don't know if she's actress of the year uh but I feel like me saying that is kind of you know I know I'm pitting myself against true fans mega fans so Tompkins. I'll be brave. Tompkins, the, <laughs> the next nominee is Sydney Flanagan from Never Really, Sometimes Always. Do you want me to take as long as Kate did? No, please <laughs> don't. That was, that was insane. <laughs> a full 20 seconds from a woman? <laughs> Why isn't her mouth closed and on, mate? <laughs> My ears hurt from not listening. Uh, <laughs> this to me is my... I mean, I... I, I she she absolutely crushes this. The titular never rarely, sometimes always seen is that was, her name was Janet. Titular never, never rarely. Seen, yeah. Titular, yeah. She plays never rarely. Um, please, sometimes, sometimes always was my father. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the scene where she's she's doing the questionnaire is one of the most heart- heartbreaking things I've ever seen. I mean, like film that that's hard, like to beat for like scene of the year, right? Like that's yeah. sort yeah. of just mm-hmm. it. How long is that yeah. one shot on her? I mean, it was like ten of Kate talking. <laughs> it was a woman, so I wasn't. Yeah, I was, <laughs> it was hard a to little picture. too in doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Okay, rarely. Fine. Jesus, Mike. The next nominee is Yeri Han from Minery. We haven't talked about Minery in a. Minute. Uh, Yeri Han is In a the minute. mom who ha- was nominated for almost nothing. Yeah, the rest of the world ignored her because they're idiots, and this show fucking loved her. If you listen to the Patreon episode, she is the MVP of this movie. She does so much there. She anchors everything. She is all we ever want on this show is for an actor to do two things at once, and she's only ever doing all of the things possible at once. She is angry. She is hopeful. She is uh, trying to succumb her emotions while also thinking she should let them live. And it's phenomenal. I think it's tougher. As far as Stephen Ewan has like way more name recognition and stuff. And then you've got the performances from the grandma and the kid that are mm-hmm. like so eye catching. So and and it makes it really easy to overlook her contributions to the movie, but she is very much a, you know, some things don't show up on the stat sheet kind of actress here. Like she is doing Mm. everything and it's, it's very difficult. And I think admirable to kind of constrain yourself as an actor in that way against like, again, like a giant baby and a smaller baby. (laughs) It's like two (laughs) characters. She's just like, I want to have babies. (laughs) 
I will marry a baby <laughs> to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Being a woman is weird. Uh, Greg, the next somebody, I want to I wanna ask you about the, her first, and then, or you first about her, and then I want to uh, open it up. It's Carrie Mulligan from Promising Young Woman. Did she do a good, like, does she have a chance to win this award? I think she did a good job, but as to whether or not she has a, a chance to win the award, I would say no, but because this wasn't much of an actress's movie, it was like music and highly composed shots and um, like beautiful, like, like really scintillating dialogue. But I think because it exists in kind of a, a not quite realistic space and she's going up mm. against so many actresses who were working in like almost like a hyper realistic space. I think mm-hmm. that's going to, you know, maybe that's not fair. It's probably not fair, but I think that's going to keep her from like we, we saw act, actors absolutely sink into their characters in such a way where it's like, is this person acting or it, there's almost a documentary quality and she doesn't get mm-hmm. there. I, I think playing sublimated rage is probably really hard to do and to capture like she's the best batman we've ever had on screen that's what, that's to watch how, mm-hmm. how revenge destroys you as a person <laughs> that's what i was thinking is there's so much of her that is like um uh netflix's punisher like so many of her line <laughs> deliveries are like <laughs> I, uh, I am carrie mulligan well, I, it's interesting. Yeah, she's given a slightly more cartoonish character by the nature of like the genre yeah. of the script. So it's it really has nothing to do with Carrie, which we know like she's one of the best actresses. Yeah, I of mean the she's past a Kate Blanchett level. Years. Yeah, Great absolutely, man. she's truly I, brilliant. Um, I would but like she to was see, not given oh, the same kind of role. No, go ahead, Tom. No, I just just cutting off a, a woman again. Uh, I would like to see her win uh-huh, because. But doesn't stop. <laughs> uh, it's less noticeable somehow when it's just me and you, Kate. <laughs> it's I'm not as a listener. Like, it's not the God's honest <laughs> truth is that it it it's because I talk as much as any of you. I, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to cast myself as some. I'm less self conscious of it, I guess. Uh, yeah, exactly. in that environment. <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about it off air. Uh, I would like to see <laughs> Terry Mulligan win because. Uh, I I do have a soft spot for this movie, that I, even though I I feel like the ending was just a real um, uh, mm. missed opportunity. Uh, and I sympathize with the ending, by the way, because like I understand it's it's sort of the same uh, thing that like Jordan Peele was talking about with Get Out, where uh, mm-hmm. you know you it feels true to the material for the ending to be bad, but also like it feels shitty to the people who are watching, I guess uh, Mm -hmm. for the ending to be bad. And so how do you mediate that? I don't think it did as good a job, but Carrie Mulligan's already freaking dead by the time that happens. So this to me feels yeah. like a great uh, <laughs> compromise, a great way yeah, to like, she recognize. Knew, that's way to the thing go, is that Carrie girl. knows when to get out. She knows when to yes. get out. <laughs> Kate, we have one more nominee. Uh, so mm-hmm. Jesse Buckley from I'm uh, Thinking of Anythings, Cindy Flanagan mm-hmm. from Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, Yuri Han from Minari, Francis McDormand from No Man Land, Carrie Mulligan from Promising Young Woman. And then Amara J. St. Aubin from Lover's Rock. How could oh, she I, win? I don't know. I don't know how she... I mean, I I really was was incredibly charmed. And, and I think that she did... Um, I think her performance in terms of, like, handling the bullshit that comes her way... Um, she felt like she has been to a party or two. She knows, like she knows what a friggin' party is. Yeah. That's for these sure. dumb boys or these dumb boys. Yeah, I think that she. I think she 
more than anything, captured the tone of that movie. I think her performance understood what the movie was going for and kind of anchored it almost. Um, And that it both is like this combination of like lighthearted, fun, youthful, uh, and, and dealing with real fucking shit, you know, like this, this incredibly sinister underlying world in which she is asked to navigate. Um, I think she does a really, really good job. And the movie needs her anchoring performance based, like just like literally Steve McQueen's cinematography, you know, is yes. so he gets like distracted almost. Where it's like, <laughs> all right, now mm-hmm. we're gonna take a break and look at some some feet moving and stuff. And so like <laughs> the way that yeah. she like is able to kind of like, yeah, keep things uh centered is mm-hmm. uh very helpful. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I keep coming back to like her at the top of the stairs waiting to get into the bathroom and her being like, fuck you, get the fuck away from me. And then And yeah. Ben Affleck, notice how she doesn't fall. Yeah. 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 Also, that the way that she because her character uh slightly changes accents depending on like who she's uh-huh. talking to. There's like she code switching going on. But mm-hmm. it's the most subtle code code switching I've ever uh, seen portrayed mm. in uh, a movie where it's not like I have two completely different accents I've practiced. It's just like I speak slightly, you know, like slightly more in one accent or another based on the the situation. And that's what her uh, and I'm, that dude are doing the entire movie is like, what uh, can I do this one now? Can I do this one now? Like they're just testing accents of like, well, this one is sort of like more free flowing, but it means like that I come from a lower class or an upper class, and like, what what do I need to do right now? Like that goes on through the entire movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it'll change within a, the same right. conversation with another character. It's kind of corny, but I do think that this movie is like very much about navigating spaces and how a life is a constant. Highway. That's what you're doing. And (laughs) Kung Fu Fighting. (laughs) And Kung Fu Fighting. Yeah. All right. So your nominees for Best Actress of the Year are, of course... We remember. Jesse Buckley, Sidney Flanagan, Yeri Hahn, Francis McDormand, Carrie Mulligan, and Amra J. St. Aubin. And your winner is Sidney Flanagan from Never, Mm. Rarely, Sometimes, Always. Yes. Does that make sense? Mike, does that make sense? Absolutely. It feels oh, bad sorry. to boo a kid, but Yeri Han is obviously the winner, and I protest. But that's fine. Let's the cool. rest of the show will be done under protest. <laughs> Everyone think of is it under as booing a right kid. Now. Think of it as booing a woman. <laughs> boo! Oh, okay, that came too naturally. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, the final winner of 2020. <laughs> well, that is very, very funny, or very sad and perhaps now you have something to think about or very problematic and perhaps we have something to think about but in any event i'm sure you have some reaction to what you're listening to so why not check us out on the social media you can go to instagram or twitter and find us at your pop filter email contacts at your pop filter hey everybody keep watching them movies oh my goodness guys this is it there are two more movies and I'm going to set a timer because this one is rough for me. And I don't know about you guys, but it's Lover's Rock versus First Cow. Oh. Different movies. Mm. They, these are not the yeah. same movie. We, that is factual. We, 
One time we did it. They have like different people in that. <laughs> Do you guys remember 85 when we were like Brazil versus Brazil? Yeah. And we were like, oh, yeah. this has not worked out well. We thought this would figure itself out. But congratulations <laughs> to Brazil and the fine people of Brazil. <laughs> there are no losers here. I like, okay, so with your heart, Mike, where is your heart going right now? My heart is different. My my brain made my own list a week ago. Yeah, we all know your fucking body no, parts, dude. Where's your, your heart going? Yeah. Nobody wants heart, to hear where your butt is going. My heart says sometimes there's kung fu fighting, sometimes there's mercury sound, uh-huh. and sometimes there's unfortunately sexual assault, and sometimes <laughs> a movie should only be 70 minutes, and my heart's going with Lover's Rock right now. Hmm. I have to say that uh, First Cat was one of my favorite movies of all time. Really? I, I am. I am. That's I am a tender truth. <laughs> wow. Now, is can, this surprising? Yeah, that's I, very. I didn't know that you had said that you were so sentimental. I'm Which? not. No, I'm not surprised about the part where you like first cat because you said that. I'm surprised that Lovers Rock edges it out for you. And, and the, the I, sentimental thing is not there. Like both of these movies are, are very dependent on your sentimentality. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. For sure. You need to be like. You need to be open hearted. To watch mm-hmm. these two movies, and I feel mm-hmm. like both of them captured a time. Now, obviously, we have more access to nineteen, you know, seventies, late nineteen seventies uh, England, and so we can, Not we me. can see, <laughs> you know, how, how it did. But there is uh, a reality to First Cow and a thereness and mm-hmm. um, an actual situation. It feels like, and that, in terms of both movies, like they create a different time and they show us the ways in which it's unique and the ways in which the human condition, like is. You know, essentially the same across times and mm-hmm. locations. Can I ask you this though? Yeah. Are you going with your heart or are you being devil's advocate? Like, do you think that First Cow is the best movie of the year? I do. I mean, I, I think I've been pretty upfront about that, like, since we basically saw First Cow. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. Away, if it, the, the people who read all of the show descriptions know Greg's love <laughs> because it's, there's every, no matter what the show is about, he talks about First Cow and all the so, show descriptions. Uh, Soul was a bullshit movie. Uh, go ahead and listen to this episode, I guess. Uh, First Cow was a different movie that we didn't talk about this week, but I guess go ahead and listen to the sole episode of the and podcast. Specifically, to, to be, it was Cookie. To be fair to Greg, uh, he loves Cookie, and he, like all of us, loves Funnel Cake, and only First Cow really highlighted how great Funnel Cake is amongst That's their true. movies. Let me ask this, though, amongst the five of us. No is one's it- talking about this. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Kate, are you- oh, I'm sorry. Was my speaking interrupting your train of thought? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And I'm on Kate's side. You know what? Uh, Obviously not, but also, (laughs) in a different way of thinking, obviously, yes. Uh, Is anybody (laughs) pissed off by any one of these two winners? No. These should be. These were all the Yeah, they they deserve to be. No. Yeah. No. Kind of the the MILF crew. Uh, You're not Mm -hmm. upset that, like, Mm -hmm. did you think that Sound of Metal was so good? Or Sound of Music, Ryan? It's so good that... (laughs) It's not not funny, Greg. It's not always funny. Sorry, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Greg, you're always funny. Are you... you, Are you aggrieved at all? Do you think that it should have gone this far? Do you think that it should have been in our final? Um, I I put Sound of Metal number one. Yeah, Um, I think I did too, actually. I yeah that movie I just loved so much about it I I I'm not gonna have another chance to say this so I'm, I'm so sorry but um the decision in Sound of Metal to have him be a part of a really shitty band is so <laughs> genius mm-hmm. and makes that movie so 
and then she goes on she goes on to instantly form a much better band that's basically Chester. (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. you know like because that's the problem i legit didn't know at my age like i did not know if they were supposed to be a good band or a a not good band. in that genre you cannot tell it's all horseshit. yeah 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 they picked the perfect genre because they they avoided a situation where they had to do that awful thing movies do where it's like isn't this music so magical yeah. are you feeling so uh, it's like watching so stand up in TV shows and like oh, oh they're shit. telling me yeah. this is funny <laughs> oh shit that's so awful yeah, so yeah. it's it the got studio to 60 that. of hardcore band wait do not mistake <laughs> yeah. the good name yes. of studio 60 <laughs> Mike's face visibly There was an episode where they went to Pahrumpf, Nevada, and it was delightful. Hilarious. <laughs> Listen, we all have... I, I also... Go, Tompkins. I, I love this final pairing because these are both movies where you can, like, see the very initial idea that started it, and it's the kind of initial idea people have all the time for, like, a screenplay and fuck up, and neither of these mm-hmm. did, mm-hmm. where... First cow is like, oh, the West was actually full of people who weren't just like <laughs> white dude cowboys. Let's just make a movie about them. Yeah, there were cows and Lover's Rock over is there. like, <laughs> it's just hanging out at a party, man. But yeah, and it, it nails it. <laughs> both movies are like, uh, MAGA is there. MAGA is in the borders, right? Like, don't go too far past your like Zelda level, whatever you're on, because mm. MAGA is there. Uh, what is interesting right here, right now? And that's what I love mm. about both movies is that like yeah, uh, we have yeah. To there's sort of, a presence to both of them. Yeah, and just like uh, we're gonna sort of cheat a little bit. Like we're not supposed to have this party. We're not supposed to milk from this cow. But amongst those two things, <laughs> every great movie starts with a crime. <laughs> amongst those two things, uh, isn't our life interesting? And normally I would say fuck you, no. But it turns out yes, yes, it fuck you, yes, yeah. Everybody's life is interesting because the human drama of just like living on this fucking place is really interesting. Can we just say first lovers cow rock? Yeah, no, that's a pussy. That's move. why the people tune into this. That's show. the milf solution. Yep. Absolutely waffle and then mash them up, not make a decision. Do you? Who knows? Although it's like the, a glee uh, mash. If we have to pick one, I say first cow because. Um, as a MILF, I'm going to vote for the movie that's uh, full of nourishing Yeah, it's just, it's just got milk in <laughs> there, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Milf. I don't know if that's a good reason to choose. I like Tom- cow's MILF. Tompkins has <laughs> decided that we're choosing. Mike? Yes. Lover's Rock or First Cow? Don't want to do this. Never want to do this. But I guess I'm contractually obligated. Or obligated. <laughs> obligated. <laughs> it is. No, everyone here is incredible. That's a contractual obligation. That's not the movie. Everyone in this podcast is in incredible control right now. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> we're avocado. I love avocados. Just a little bit of espresso and ice cream. Avogado's it is number. lovers rock. Thank you, avocado Davida. <laughs> you guys are all being good friends and make me not have to decide yet. But you can stop being good friends. I will decide right now. It's lovers rock. Man, we haven't heard from, from huh. Mike in like 30 minutes. Yeah, and then the first that's time why we were talk, teasing you, Mike. You really just shit. Right <laughs> Mike's eyes that's, are literally closed. That's, no, that's just my squinty face, Kate, and thank you for making fun of it. On the- <laughs> you're Joe Biden over there, man. You were falling asleep while you're talking. And I'm falling asleep, munching on fingers. Greg, lovers rock or first cow? I love Lover's Rock. Everybody knows that. But First Cow, just it, it changed me as a person. And Holy I love it so much. shit. Mm. Kate, yeah. we got a Lover's Rock or First Cow? First Cow. Sorry. 
You should be sorry. It's, <laughs> sorry it was everybody. very beautiful, very very beautiful, and and more my type of movie in in certain ways. I I mean I really like Riker. You love cow. What movies. I mean by that, and I love cows. Um, yeah, no, that was one of my favorite movies of the year. So that that's just a hard one. But Lovers Rock was awesome. That's it. First cow is your movie of the year for 2020. Yeah. Congratulations. Wait, what how? Uh, maybe because magic. Down. I just stopped listening, so I guess that's I'll how voting goes. <laughs> Tompkins, real quick, where can we yes. find you and Kate? You can find me at at Tomp Official on Twitter. You can find Kate at uh, Kate underscore Dellis. Is that yours? Mm-hmm. And you can find our podcast MILF, which stands for Movies I'd Like to Fix, at MILF underscore Fix. Nope. You can also at movies at, underscore Fix. At Movies ah, underscore Fix. Movies underscore Fix. Because nothing's, nothing, nothing's going to fix MILF, right? Yeah. Well, nothing <laughs> could. <laughs> Don't need it. Go ahead and try. Yeah. You can also email us at podcastnumeral4milfs.com. Can you Wait, believe we got com. that? Can you believe we got <laughs> yeah. that email? Podcast. I thought we were going to get milf.com, and then it turned out it can't be... Uh, it, it looked like it was going to let me. It didn't say it was claimed, but that it's because you, it has to be at least five letters. Um, okay, I'm going to say something like, really quick. Tom, I think you're the most sober of everyone here, and you're saying nonsense. He means he thought he was going to get at milf, not milf.com. On Twitter, at MILF, but it turns out that that is too short. <laughs> what about at farts? Yes. That guy's thing is on the Oh, floor. no, it's too short. <laughs> farts are you could too j- short. Like, but that's the thing is like any permutation that stretches it out to five or more characters has been taken 50 times oh, over. See, yeah. you, you cannot get anywhere near at MILF. <laughs> <laughs> and God knows we tried. Congratulations yep. to Kelly Riker. Congratulations to First Cow. <laughs> You did it. You won 2020. That was awesome. And congratulations to Moody. We are so, so yeah. grateful to be on this episode. We had so much fun. And uh, and yeah, we love Pop Filter. Thank you guys for for entertaining our, our loud asses throughout the and season. I would say that <laughs> MILF is the podcast of 2020, right? For me, it is, yeah. Especially because we did not have a single episode in 2020. Actually, we did not exist. Old move. Yeah, this is actually 2021. What's more 2020 than not? Than not not doing anything. Not knowing what year it is or what's going on. That's 2020 as fuck, man. Yeah, guys, MILF is a really good podcast. I would check it out. I listen to the episodes often. Yeah. Uh, We listen to the episodes several times each and text each other about how funny not the other person was but it is only us pointing out our own funny jokes to each other it's clear that that's your personalities i know (laughs) i think it works on the show though your guys like undying affection for your own show i think it is it's That's true. our baby greg is the only one who brings that to our show and he's very jealous that more people don't (laughs) hey mike yeah you want to listen to me on a podcast yeah i would love to let me know how funny I am. No. I'll listen no. to you, but I won't ever tell you how funny you are. Right. Keep watching those <laughs> movies. Keep watching those <laughs> movies. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Spider-Ham. Very good. I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm still married to my wife. 